Good. And so with that, um, I'll just kind of sort of summarize briefly some of the sessions, and we'll go on to lunch. Um, I think it's, for me, it's been a very actually stimulating um, uh, morning, in part because of your questions, uh, which have been really superb for each of our speakers. Um, you know, Tripp um, talked about pre-exposure prophylaxis. I think there's emerging data now that chemoprophylaxis, both for MSMs and heterosexual uh, uh, people at risk, does seem to work. Um, I think that the studies are all complicated by intense sort of protocol management of these individuals with often monthly visits, uh, intensive screening that um, really do impact what the success will be at chemoprophylaxis uh, once it um, becomes more available uh, to us. Um, and um, clearly we need a role for other drugs for ideal chemoprophylaxis um, uh, over the sort of the current uh, options of, of tenolizumab or FTC. Um, I think Scott Smith did a great job summarizing some of the challenges for our patients who are intending travel. It's good to know that HIV-positive patients can travel to yellow fever endemic countries, um, that the pen may be as potent as the vaccine um, for generating yellow fever um, uh, um, exemption letters, um, and that we certainly need better vaccine prophylaxis uh, for many of the diseases that yet we don't have vaccines uh, against um, in uh, the world, including um, uh, Travers diarrhea, but also, um, importantly, malaria. Um, I think that the case-based discussion was really superb. What came, I came away with that discussion is despite the fact we have, what, 26 agents now, that my anxiety over initial prescribing of HIV medicines is not suppressed. It's actually increased. With 26 options, it seems that there are a lot more nuances. Um, and I think that the variety of responses we had to the questions about what you would choose just highlights that, um, that we still have a long ways to go to understand the rules that many of these medications play um, in our uh, initial choice, and that sort of provider anxiety is not necessarily easily dealt with by just having uh, more uh, drugs in our armamentarium. And we clearly need to know more about resistance mutations. I went up to the education desk and found that there are many copies of many of the publications that IASUSA put out, but I took the last one that had all the mutations on it. Uh, the November 2011 uh, pamphlet does indeed have the mutations as of November 2011, uh, both for the integrase inhibitors, but also the envelope uh, genes for um, a fusion. So if you didn't get one, we can uh, uh, take a list and, and make sure you get one of these um, as we learn more and more about mutations. Um, I think that uh, Tim Shacker's uh, uh, talk was really, again, incredibly provocative. There were a lot of questions we couldn't get to. Um, I think that despite our hope over many interventions that we've seen piloted, including interleukin-2, drug intensification, all that, we don't know how to immune reconstitute in many of our patients who are desperately in need. I think that the, still the, the, the bottom message that I came away with is that just one more sort of additional argument for early treatment to, to try to prevent some of the structural damage that prevents uh, a good immune reconstitution. Um, and lastly, with hepatitis C, we heard a lot about the parallels between HIV and Hep C, both the parallels in terms of what make these diseases very similar and our experience incredibly valuable but also some of the differences in terms of um, the uh, resistance issues, 
Um, both bisoprevir and tolaprevir are, are TID with multiple pills. And we spent most of the morning talking about um, you know, single treatment regimen, single drug uh, regimens. And yet now we're looking at multiple uh, uh, pills several times a day. There's really a lot of work to be done. But I think that the prediction from if I, if I got the tenor of what um, Chip was talking about was really that, that this field is going to move much more quickly uh, in the next 24 months than maybe our HIV field moved um, in a similar sort of threshold uh, of new drug development. And indeed, all of us will be treating uh, hep C, certainly in our co-infected patients, but for those of you who, who see hep C in mono-infected uh, patients, uh, we'll be treating as well um, uh, hep C, going for the cure, which we can't yet do for HIV, and likely the same with HIV and HIV prevention, um, it really can't just be drugs. It really has to be a patient-focused sort of help prevent reinfection with hep C, just like we deal with preventing uh, other mechanisms for preventing infection of HIV in our uninfected individuals. So again, it's been a provocative morning for me. Some of the faculties around, if you have additional questions.